0: Gorgulon's fibers are made out of keratin and collagen, normal components of the skin. They've just been deformed and disguised by melanin pigments and other yet-to-be-discovered methods to appear as foreign objects to the unaided eye. True or false? Or neither? Do you ever get Tired of being foobard and quagmired I am so sick I got bit by no tick Do you ever get tired of being foobard and quagmired Gone. I'm pretty sure that the first step in getting these things gone is having the people that have the power to do the R&D, research, research development, development, allow or facilitate effective treatment or cure of this disease is going to require them to first believe that it is, it is not all in our heads and if they believe that it is not all in our heads but erroneously believe it is due to some other cause that is incorrect that doesn't help move us any closer towards effective treatments and a cure that work well for the majority of people that have this disease currently the ai over at stuff that works has calculated that the most effective treatment for morgalons is drum roll please it is um, Ivermectin topical cream. Guess how effective it is? 26% effective. Doxycycline comes in second place at 26 or 25% effectiveness. This is crunching like 1800 people's data. You guys, not only is this data not super valuable, because again, it's not a controlled clinical drug trial, because our margin of error is gonna be pretty huge since we have absolutely no controls on this um, drug research that we're doing here so yeah ivermectin is the thing that works best and it only works at a level of 26 percent effectiveness which is probably about on par with our margin of error plus placebo effect <sighs> still gonna recommend laughter ignorance music and prayer those Oh, and exercise. Those are definitely working. At least to make life better, if not morgulons. Because isn't that ultimately the goal? To have a better working life? Yes, it is. By the way, if you can't see any of the morgulon fibers with the unaided eye, then how the fuck? so many people know that they have morgulons. If you couldn't see these goddamn things, then uh, there wouldn't be a problem. I'd be like, okay, whatever. I guess I've got some really bad acne lesions or something. Doesn't make sense, guys. Just doesn't pass the sniff test. For those of you who can still smell post COVID. All right, stay tuned. We're gonna have a great episode. Dear listener, coveted demographic, my friends, as you know, and I know, most people think that we have a monosymptomatic delusional disorder. And to them I say, foul up, bring your scope, take a look. This is fucking freaky. Crystal clear here. You're listening to more Morgulons. Today I want to look again at the biofilm theory presented by the researchers at the Charles E. Holman Foundation. I got started thinking about this when I went back and I read what they said about keratin was the substance that comprised the fibers, the specks. They never mentioned the glitter. And somehow they say that you can only see these things under 60 times magnification or more. You can't see morgues without a microscope. How many of you Morgies out there listening ever looked at your skin with a microscope prior to seeing these objects come out of your skin with your unaided eyes? All? I'm gonna guess a hundred percent. It can't be both like this is just a foundational, fundamental, cognitively dissonant, rationally challenged, tortured, coerced conundrum we have set up for us here by our friends the researchers at Charles E. Holman Foundation. Let me share with you some recent data I'm getting off of The Stuff That Works website, the Stuff That Works website is a crowdsourcing research platform that a Morgulon's page has been set up uh, in a community there and research is being done. And by the way, I have no conflict of interest, if you're wondering, The Stuff That Works. Any kind of like affiliation I would have with someone that's financial, I would tell you guys about it. Y'all know about Anchor. I talk about it ad nauseum. So on this website, I asked y'all out there, is Morgulon's disease, is the cause of it scientifically known, unknown, partially known, or I don't know. But hopefully more of you will hear this and go on that site and answer questions because that is how we fucking find our way out of this foobar quagmire that we call Morgulon's disease. Partially known, 41% of people think that the cause of Morgulon's is scientifically partially known. (sighs) Okay you guys I got a family member who has MS multiple skull. y'all know it. just very recently research came out that said we are the research basically led to a high probability for a provisional truth in the research result they found correlating the development of ms to the epstein-barr virus it's one factor it's just one factor in a number of factors that lead to the disease that still the causes are not fully understood that would be like an example of something that's partially been established by the scientific community. Y'all, the scientific community thinks we're nuts. Like the vast, vast majority of them. Am I saying that you should familiarize yourself with the purveyors of this mis- and disinformation and defamation about us and post a health grades review about how bad their breath is? I would never say to do that. I would never do that. Do phonies need to be exposed? Yes, they do. Do they need to be made fun of? Yes, they do. Do I believe in hurting or truly slandering or harming anyone? Hell no, I don't. I am not condoning. Undermining the authority of experts or popping the hot air bag at the top of the ivory tower. Don't do it. Biofilms, what are they really? Biofilms represent densely packed aggregates of microorganisms encased in a self-produced matrix of extracellular polymeric substance, helping in their attachment to biotic and abiotic surfaces, conferring them survival advantage in unfavorable conditions. Complex, the knowledge of which is important as their role in a diverse range of dermatological diseases is being constantly unraveled. Due to their chronic persistent nature, inability of routine culture techniques to detect them, and their resistance to standard antimicrobial therapy, they pose a unique challenge to the treating clinician. Although various novel treatment options are available, they show varying degrees of efficacy and eradication of biofilm in cutaneous diseases still remains enigmatic, unknown, misunderstood, mysterious. Hence, better understanding of their molecular biology, pathogenesis, and role in various diseases can help in the development of potential therapeutic strategies against biofilm's in the future. The biofilm was first described in the 17th century when Anton von Leeuwenhoek, Leuenv- the inventor of the microscope, saw aggregates of microbes on scrapings of plaque from his teeth. Hey, riddle me this, Batman. Why is it that if a modern day person was scraping his teeth, inventing a machine to look closely at his teeth scrapings? I'm just saying there is a fine line between genius and tweaker. That's a lesson. Don't judge that book by its cover. Read it in a glycocalyx. The glycocalyx is a self-produced matrix of extracellular polymeric substance, EPS, which consists of polysaccharides, lipids, proteins, and extracellular DNA. The EPS is considered to be the hallmark of biofilm formation, which helps in attachment of microbiological communities to the surfaces. The transition from planktonic form to biofilm is regulated by multiple factors, including bacterial cell density, nutrient availability, and use of antimicrobials. Biofilms have been demonstrated on various biological surfaces, such as teeth, heart valves, ear mucosa, prosthetic valves, dental and orthopedic implants, contact lenses, and intravenous catheters. All right, you know, now that I'm thinking about this again and exploring this theory of the biofilm, because it is a compelling theory, it actually is a compelling theory, because... Biofilms are typically hard to identify with just light microscopy, and they're also very, very hard to treat and get rid of. Biofilms offer unique advantages to the organisms, including protection from host defenses, metabolic cooperation, increased virulence, differential gene expression, and increased resistance to antimicrobials. Several in vitro studies show that the bacteria in biofilms in vitro means not in real life. It means in the lab. In vivo is in real life. Um, In vitro studies show that bacteria and biofilms are 50 to 500 times more resistant to antibiotics than their planktonic forms. And I am in my planktonic form, free and single. Biofilms cannot be easily visualized in skin biopsies with routine light microscopy and require special techniques such as electron microscopy, epifluorescence microscopy, peptide nucleic acid fluorescence, in situ hybrid cryoscanning electron microscopy or confocal laser scanning microscopy. Biofilms are associated with various pathological conditions in humans such as cystic fibrosis, colonization of indwelling medical devices, and dental plaque formation involved in caries, which means cavities, and periodontis, which means gingivitis, gum, gum disease. Epithelial biofilms, so epithelial always means like the surface cells. Biofilms meaning like on the ones on your skin, on the epithelium. Just another word for the top layer of something, or the layer of something. Uh, epithelial biofilms have been implicated in a number of dermatological conditions, including chronic wounds, atopic dermatitis, hydronitis suppurative, candidiasis, acne vulgaris, and onychomycosis. Um, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's now fungus. So, somebody please explain to me, if Morgulans is a biofilm, why is it that no one's test has revealed what the constituent pathogens of this so-called biofilm are or that there is even the presence of a confirmed laboratory confirmed empirically corroborated presence of a biofilm and what are the bacteria that make up that make up such a biofilm if that is in fact the etiology and the cause and the pathology of mortolans honestly considering how Potentially difficult to detect and nearly impossible to get rid of the cutaneous biofilms can be. I don't really see why this isn't a bad candidate to explain the phenomena of Moreland's disease. However, those conditions we just listed, like acne and um, candidiasis, which is just another way of saying it's a yeast infection, Candida albicans is the common yeast that uh, humans would typically get infected with, though there are different strains of Candida that can be infectious to humans. There's a really bad superbug called Candida auris that's making its way around the circuit, and it is not good because we have nothing to treat it, and it kills people. The fatality rate is like astronomical, so if anyone out there thinks that morglons is Candida auris, um, I mean, I'll believe any lab-confirmed evidence you have, but... Generally speaking, I think at this point, we have enough evidence to say that this is an incapacitating bio-weapon, not a lethal one in most cases. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of people throwing around the idea that morgulons is a mixture of Borrelia, Babesia, and um, what's the other one? Bartonellosis. You guys go back to a season of many, many seasons ago, and you will find an episode of mine called Bartonellosis that clearly explains why... Morgulons is not a form of Bartonellosis, which is not a one specific thing. It is a description of any diseases caused by any species of the Bartonella genus. So one example that I talk about on that episode is uh, a disease called Carrion's disease that's caused by a certain type of species of Bartonella, and Carrion is another word for cadaver or dead body corpse yes this disease is called corpse disease that's kind of how rough it is Borrelia bartonella babesia those are the three B's people always be bantering about but what is it about the biofilm babesia is I believe it's a type of parasite that comes from the same uh, family that the the same group as the parasite that causes malaria Let's talk about parasites. It's been so long since we talked about parasites. Don't you guys miss those days? The early days of thinking worms? Like real biological natural earth made God made worms were infesting my body? The halcyon innocent days of yore. Maybe it is a biofilm. I don't know. If it's a biofilm, why can't I just like... Fill a syringe up with antibiotics and do some intradermal injections. Really get in there, wash them out until they dead. Listen guys, I'm just spitballing here in the absence of replicated, validated research findings. We need more research. Send me your data, y'all. I'm not going to abuse it, use it, or capitalize off of it. I would shake your hand, but I might give you some of my morgulons. And then your morgulons might breed with my morgulons. And then we would have a variant to rival all COVID polio pox morgues. Um, have you observed brightly colored fragments, particles, foreign materials exuding from your skin? If yes, describe objects and skin. Guess how many people with morgellons? 32 people, not many, but guess how many of them answered yes? 84%. 6% said not sure. Together, that's 90%. 9% said no, that's 99%. There must be fractions of a percent behind those other figures we see. I encourage at all times skepticism it's always a good thing i just i think that it only adds up to 99 percent total because we're not seeing the trailing decimals behind those figures um not everything is a trick a conspiracy or a cabal i really don't think anyone knows the truth to suppress the truth you know what i mean i totally could be wrong but right now the evidence would not strongly suggest that But that is why the Freedom of Information Act exists and why we need to apply its existence to Health Human Services, the CDC, Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. Describe objects and skin. You guys, I couldn't believe the stuff that people wrote in here. These are things that I haven't even mentioned on the show that I am just, like, shocked that other people specifically mentioned these crazy-ass shits. Okay, listen to this one. Yes, gold-shaped, like, stop sign You guys, I have an episode. The cover art is two gold hexagons. That's the stop sign. But yeah, gold, shaped like stop sign. That's a gold hexagon. I know for sure on Spotify, one of my episodes has cover art. that has two gold hexagons side by side. How's it possible that people across the world, same thing, pink metallics, blue metallics. Oh, and I have pics of one flashing different lights. Girlfriend or guy friend, you preaching. I'm behind you in the choir saying hallelujah. I'm not the only one. Yes, it's fucking insane. Do these things refract, reflect, or emit light? Sometimes it seems like they are emitting it. I don't understand that. This one really got me too. Yes, hot pink glitter, silver metal flakes, black sand-like granules, white sand and clear fiberglass-feeling shards. You hit them all on the head. I don't even think I've talked much about the hot pinks, but we got hot pinks too. This one says hexagon-shaped sparkly stuff. This one says, I'm not doing well this week. Y'all, let's pray for her while she waits at the discussion board. Fibers, metallic pieces. This one says, yes, they look like twisted threads. Some short, some long, but they're always white or black. Ooh, honey, you probably in the early stages of your disease. Sorry to hear that, I wish you the best. I hope you can find a way to get rid of it. This one says, yes, it seems like when I try to put a treatment on them, they get angry and put these little sticks through my skin. Maybe just part of their body, I'm not sure. Nobody is. So sorry to hear that. This one says, yes, I've had light blue and purple chips. Almost look like fingernail polish. Yes! I know exactly what you're talking about. And I have a pic to share of some fibers from my belly button. You don't hear that often, uh, but please share away. Show us your belly button fibers. Um, on my scalp, multicolored fibers, this person says. This person says, yes, I've had jagged edged bits, mostly blue green metallic, but also a fluorescent hot pink orange. My ex had an orange neon orange triangle come out of his butt crack one time when we were in the shower. That's just your typical day in morgulons. Um, This person with the hot pink orange stuff fluorescence. These originate from random places of skin surface and also in saliva. This person says yes, glass like splinters. This person says yes, glitter like specks, black specks, something that looks like paper. Oh, those are toilet paper worms, dude. Yeah, toilet paper worms. Yeah, small fuzz balls. Yep, seen them all.